With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And a good morning and welcome to Florida Gardening. I'm your host, Mark Ovin. We're here for the next two hours uh, answering your questions about things happening in uh, in and around the garden. Of course, uh, past maybe even inside the home. And I, I do have a, a guest this week. I have Jeff Dodson with Dodson Tropicals. He's the president and curator of Dodson Tropicals. Uh, good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Mark. Nice uh, to be here. Like having you here. Uh, Jeff and I are both... Uh, nursery owners and Jeff's uh, nursery dots and tropicals. Uh, he has a, uh, a fairly large citrus and uh, all anything edible, yeah, right? tropical fruit, right? Anything, anything tro- edible, yeah, anything edible, even based. some temperate fruit, yeah, for Florida. So, and he's at the plant show with me. Uh, right there at the University of South Florida Botanical Gardens. Uh, we were there all day yesterday, uh, 10 till 3 yesterday. Yesterday, right. And uh, if you had, did not come out yesterday, hey, you, you, today's your last chance, right? That's right. There's <laughs> lots of good stuff, and I don't think there's any, any shows for a few months. You know, I know. Here. I mean, if and you know... If you're looking for a fruit tree or if you're looking for a a temperate fruit tree. Or, or plumeria. <laughs> or plumeria. Plumerias. Oh, my gosh. I'll get to those in a minute. Uh, if you're looking for any type of plant, whether it's a, a Florida native plant, maybe you're looking for some uh, 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 maybe a, something uh, special that you haven't been able to find, find yes. at your local nursery or garden center, which is just about everybody, right? That's exactly right. <laughs> uh you, you know what I bought yesterday? Uh, you know, sometimes as I'm driving in, okay, so I'm driving in in the car, and I got the kids in the car with me because they helped me out in my booth. And I look, and I says, oh, my gosh, they, they, they've got a banana shrub. Now, I don't know if everybody knows what a banana shrub is, uh, a shrub is or, or not, uh, but I used to grow them. It's Michelia. A figo, okay, and Michelia figo, and I said, "Oh, it's Michelia." I said, "I got, I got to buy them," and he had three of them out there. So uh, before the program opened, I haven't seen these in a long time, and uh, they have a a, a cream colored flower that has like five uh, uh, petals to it, and in the center of the petal uh, has a it's it's. It, it kind of looks like the shape of a banana, a little tiny okay, banana, maybe, right. maybe three quarters of an inch long, and it has these uh, these big, thick petals on the outside Sorry, of them, right. uh, that are probably an inch long, and they open up, but they smell like gardenia. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so 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 neat. So anyway, I saw these things. I used to I used to grow these things, and uh, I, I said, oh my gosh, I got I got to buy them. So as soon as I get back to my booth. Uh, I I pulled out a fifty dollar bill. Gave it, I said, "All right, Megan, are you a good negotiator?" <laughs> I said, "Head on down there and buy all three of those things because I, I wanted all." And she bought them all, but uh, he didn't give me a real good deal. So, 
Uh, yeah, that's all right. But Michelia Figo, for those of you, a, a great plant. Uh, Michelia is a big group of plants as well, and uh, we, there's a lot of people that grow uh, different types of Michelia. Uh, all fragrant. Some have long, wispy uh, uh, flowers to them. Uh, this it just happens to be a nice, uh, smaller shrub. And I don't know where I'm going to put them, but I had to have them. You've been there before? I, uh, a few times, yes. <laughs> you know, sometimes you, you say, i got to have it. <laughs> It's all there is. I, to I'm, it. I'm in the same boat. My my daughter was showed up later in the afternoon and then went for a walk. So now my wife has a purchasing list for this this afternoon well, or of this morning. You know, there's so, nothing yeah. wrong with that because uh, at these types of shows, the show at the University of South Florida Botanical Gardens today starts from ten till two, four hours. Oh, right. You got a four hour window to get there today. So if you got church, man, get there now. I mean, you ought to be arriving at church now so you can get out and get down to the uh, Bruce B. Downs yes. and Fowler Avenue in Tampa, uh, where the where the program is going to be today, and be ready because you want to get in there right at ten o'clock, exactly, uh, so that you can get uh, a pick of the litter of you know of you know. Because everyone's restocking right now. That's what we do is we restock first thing in the morning. And then when you come in, you, you've you got uh, uh, more plants. And, you know, it, it's funny, too, though, uh, because as a vendor uh, in the show, uh, it's, it's, it's neat or interesting, I should say, to see what goes today is doesn't go tomorrow. No, that's certainly <laughs> Why? true. Why? Yeah, exactly. Why is that? I sold 200 of those yesterday and not a one today. Hey, I, God, couldn't, it, I couldn't it, give them away today. It is really amazing how that works. You know? I mean, true, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we make we, we may not have something on Saturday and then, you know, there's been, uh, you know, a dozen requests and then we make plans and bring it uh, the next day and then nobody shows up. Yeah, no, up. Say, yeah. Oh, no who wants that? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the way of the uh, it's what's hot right oh yeah and and sometimes one person buys it and the other person oh, i gotta have it too <laughs> you know that that happens a lot you know a lot, and, yes. and then all of a sudden there's like two or three people looking around like, how come they're all buying those i i better get in on this quick you know or, or you'll be you're discussing a plant with somebody you know the plants next to the, the person so like, like a come uh, over and pick it up and run <laughs> off with it you know? just, yeah exactly exactly so uh but we had a lot of fun at the program yesterday and yes, I, even I buy plants. Now, my daughters, they were out buying stuff left and right. Uh, uh, it, it's nice. Sometimes the vendors uh, that you do business with will trade you plants. Plants, yes. Uh, and, and that's what I try to do is, is trade plants off. So I've got plumerias, and if they want a certain variety or something like that of plumeria, I'm, hey, you know, uh, dollar for dollar, you know, whatever, or close to it. Works for me. Yeah. Okay, so uh, Matt uh, Micah was there. He he's the uh, herb guy, uh, and I've had him on the program right where you're sitting, sure. uh, Jeff. In fact, and uh, Matt, he, all the herbs. If, if you want herbs or spices, yeah, come, get on down. Uh, Matt Matt will be there tomorrow or today. I'm sorry, <laughs> go there tomorrow and see Matt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Matt. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, he will be there today, and he's got any type of uh, uh, any type of herb or spice. Uh, I think yesterday uh, he said he sold out of some some chocolate chocolate something or other. I forget. Well, there's chocolate mint, so you know. I mean, it could have been a chocolate mint. Uh, I, I don't know if it was mint. It was something. But he, he sold out of one thing, but he's got tons and tons of stuff there. So uh, if you're looking for herbs or spices to fill up that, uh, you know, because this time of year, it's hard to grow anything else. Oh, but, yeah. but your herbs and spices still do just fine. So if you're looking to, to add to your garden, maybe uh, he's got three or four types of rosemary. He's got all kinds of things. 
you know, sure. garnish where he said, oh, I got garnish rosemary. I got cooking rosemary. I've got this type. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't know all these things. You know, you, you guys that specialize, you know, I, I know a, a lot of a little of little bits of information. Sure. But, you know, and I try to explain to people. Well, they sent me a picture. Could you please tell me the, the, the cultivar and species of this particular f- plant? And they give me a picture of it. <laughs> Number one, I don't even know what the plant is. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got to find out. And then I've got to find out what cultivar and species is. I, oh, my gosh. It's, uh, to me, it's, uh, I, you know, I tell people, uh, I've got this book. It's called Tropica. And uh, Tropica is about, what, four inches thick? It's huge. Okay. And every page is, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, about 25 photographs yes, per page. Right. Uh, every page in this four-inch thick, five-inch thick manual. Yeah. If I know one on a page, I'm doing good. I'm doing great, in fact, if I, if I can yeah. know one. And I, I don't even know if I know one anymore. It's probably been a long time because I used to test myself. Yeah, on that. Yeah, I used to. I actually did. <laughs> this is something I I used to do. Uh, and if I could tell you one plant on there that I knew, I, I felt I was doing pretty good. Sure. Uh, so you can see the limitations of my knowledge. So, uh, and that's just all the different plants. Now they didn't have all the different species, varieties, and, right, and varieties right. of plants, right. Uh, uh, so when you're at these programs. If, if you're a homeowner, you plan on coming over to the to the uh, University of South Florida Botanical Garden today between ten and two. Uh, the vendors that are there, these are the gr- many 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 of them are the growers of the individual plants. Now, some people may order plants in, sure. uh, uh, some of them, but they but we're all growers in a sense. Because until they sell, right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> until they sell, we're a grower. Right. That's right. Okay. So we know we know we have to take care of them, and uh, just like Jeff, he takes you know all these tropicals. He has to know the individual varieties, and he has to know the individual uh, care instructions for every single plant that he has. And believe me, they're all different. So when you're at these programs, it's a great idea to to task. The owners, and of course, have they ever heard these questions before? I mean, oh, a few times. A few yeah. times. So it's a learning process for us because it reinforces our knowledge and sometimes say, gosh, you know, that's a good question. I hadn't thought about it. I haven't thought of that one before. Oh, it, it's amazing. Um, people came, like yesterday, a lady came up, and I guess she was from China, and she had a mango, and she said it was an egg mango. I've never heard of an egg. egg they call mango. it an egg. Uh, and uh, so I want to do some little research and see if I can determine what, you know, because an egg mango in China may be something complete. So oh, sure. Something familiar here. But, I mean, I looked at it and thought it was a turpentine mango, but, you know, she insisted it was sweet and great. And then she wanted to buy small mangoes. Well, you know, most people, you know, they want medium size or large mangoes. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, and it was funny because we had, we actually had a, a few varieties, not everything that we carry, but um, varieties that we had picked up last week. Uh, down in the uh, well, all up and down the East Coast, from about uh, uh, Lake Worth down to to uh, Homestead, we picked up different varieties of mangoes just to taste them. And the fascinating thing was, is uh, there was she tasted a Harvest Moon, and I wasn't familiar with the exact size and stuff. And she's like, "Going, this is really great. This is really great." And we had a Harvest Moon. And so uh, when she went to check out, the wife goes, yeah, that's a huge mango. <laughs> she's like, well, I don't want that. I want a small mango. I'm what like, do you want? You know, you know, you see a lot of small mangoes when you go throughout the Caribbean. Uh, I, you know, you see these huge, you know, typical mango trees are supposed to grow, what, 60 feet? Oh, easy. 80 feet? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, not in our area. 
No, they, actually, Mike, Mark, I some of them. I if they were few and far between anymore. Anymore because of because of development. Yes. But over in St. Petersburg, I've seen mangoes that are over sixty feet. Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. But, but very very few. Rare, those yeah. trees have been there now for you know forty years. Oh, at, at least forty you know, years. At yeah. least forty years. Okay, so they've been there a long, long, long time. You don't see that anymore. No. You really don't. People, like you say, they've been trimming them. Uh, oh, they get the, the cold. The cold. Knocks them, them down. Yeah. them down. Uh, so, you know, don't be afraid. When I moved into my house, we, we've got restrictions. Right. They said, you can't plant a mango tree. I said, well, number one, my neighbor's got a mango tree, and so is the guy across the street. So I said, why can't I plant one? Oh, because they get 60 feet tall. Well, yeah, sure, in about 40, 50 years, you know. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, because I just, this little baby that's three feet tall, you can tell me it's going to be 60 feet tall next year? No, it's going to be 50 years before we got a plant uh, that, that's that big. But, you know, I love mangoes. But when you're when you're down in the Caribbean and you see these huge 50, 60 uh, foot trees, I've, some of them have thousands, Since, literally right. thousands of mangoes, and you're at, they're, they're just little baby Babies, things. yeah. You know, and they're all yellow. They're all they're all right. Yellow, right. You know, and of course, uh, you know, they, they don't even pick them down there because so many fall on the, ground, the ground. You know, and they 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 pick them up uh, whatever falls, falls, and that doesn't get injured, and that's what they're eating. <laughs> and you they know? do get injured. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them do. Yeah, of course. But you know, how do you get up sixty feet to pick? No, that that's uh that that is a problem. I mean, there's a there's a mango over off of uh, over in the Park Street area off of Forty Sixth Avenue. This that I, and it, I just happened to notice it. It's probably fifty sixty feet tall. Really, it's been there forever and ever. But I mean, it's loaded with fruit this year, and I'm like going. I mean, I don't know what t- kind it is, but it'd be interesting. Don't to pick be some. mowing the grass under there in about another week. <laughs> exactly. But I'm, I'm looking up at that thing. I'm like going, how do they get up there and get those? There, there's you know? no way. Not without a bucket truck. Well, not without a bucket truck. That's exactly correct. You know, and, and you hate to top a tree that's like that, too, because oh, yeah. you, you lose the aesthetic value of the tree. What you're better off doing is, is topping your tree at 12 feet yep. to begin with. And then every year taking it down to 10 and letting it grow back to 12. Exactly. You know, uh, or, or, you know, because we don't have the machinery to maintain it at that 12 foot. Well, I mean, range. what you can do, to your point, is uh, pick a height that you want and or get a pickering, which can get big, but you can keep them small. Sure. And uh, and, and basically, uh, you know, keep it trimmed, trim it properly. You get more mangoes that way. You don't have the yes. big tree you have to deal with. And then once the trunk becomes really, really thick, you can either top work some of the thicker branches or, or, or redo the trunk so you got either, you know – Two or three smaller branches coming out, so you don't have to worry. Trunks do get really big on these things, as you said. In forty or fifty years, you can either let somebody else worry about it, or going to be dead in forty or fifty years. Probably. I'm not going to worry about it. But certainly, <laughs> certainly, you can keep them manageable and have. I mean, Sherry, my wife, had uh, trimmed a uh, Fairchild's that uh, we just got identified because the neighbor had bought it. We got it back for, and it was, the label wasn't on it. And she actually had two or three growing on her fence line and didn't want them in the fence. And uh, so uh, she trimmed it. It's just loaded with fruit. Of course, the squirrels and other varmints are eyeing them. Oh, um, I bet. I bet. So, uh, <laughs> uh, in fact, Sherry just harvested them all. So they'll, hopefully they'll ripen uh, on the counter so we don't have to, so we can get a few of them. Uh, ourselves, but uh, you know, she had trimmed it out, and it's it just loaded with fruit. You know, oh my just, god! And it's only maybe ten feet high. 
Beautiful. I, I, that's what I like. Hey, we're, we're talking a uh, lot about fruit, a lot about other things. Uh, I'm going to open uh, for questions, and Dave, stand by. You're going to be first up uh, right after these messages. Now, you, you, Jeff, you're talking about this Fairchild mango. Right. Uh, is this a... A, a spreading or what? Yes, it, it sounds like you've got this thing almost as an. Gee, I can't even say the word. Espalier. <laughs> no, it's, it's not right. quite. It, it's not quite like that. You know but it, about, it, right? yes, okay. but uh, it, it's it's relatively flat at the top, and and Sherry has got it spreading, you know, out rather than up. So I see. Uh, I see. So she is training it. She's right now. she's training it right now. And uh, now some people do that with apples, and I've seen sure. them do it with pears. And the word I'm looking for, of course, is what Espalier. Yeah, I know what you're. I know what you're saying. My mouth won't move this morning. I don't know. Uh, it's a. It is very, very common practice for people to to prune their trees, uh, like uh, for better for for not using the espalier. Yeah, but there, there's multiple. There are multiple techniques. Kind of like a grapevine, yes. Yeah, well, actually, there's people in uh, in India, and actually the curator down at Fairchild's, I think she's trying some of this in her little farm, sure. her personal farm. But they actually put they, – they, they cut them, and then they put weights on them and force the tree to go out. And I, I've seen some mango growths where the mango oh, – they put weights on the actual ends of the branches. The, on, to, yeah, when they're soft, and right. they'll, they'll train and, them and so, pliable, that they, sure. so they move outward. It's kind of interesting. I saw a uh, – a picture of some of that uh, that sort of activity down in uh, over in India, and it, you know they got mangoes that are my, maybe three or four feet tall, but they're spread out, you know, just ten or twelve, you know, a twenty foot diameter, sure. and that you know the person just goes over there, they keep it trimmed, they keep it trained, they go over there and they just pick mangoes. Uh, rather than climbing up large well, trees, I, like I think that's mentioned. much better to do because they don't want you know anymore. They they, they only give them what ten foot ladders, uh, not very high. That's for sure. So yeah, yeah, the Fairchilds. It's uh, we we've actually got a uh, couple palm trees from the neighbor blocking the light. So it's the one side is a little little sparse, and then of course, in the morning sun takes care of the front. So sure. but it's all spread out, and and uh, the mangoes now, themselves. Now, you you brought all these to the show. I actually, I don't have a Fairchilds at the. Oh yes, I do have Fairchilds at the show, but we got you a lot had of all other these mangoes varieties. yesterday, and you didn't bring me one. <laughs> You know, you could have came over to the I booth have, and you could have I, tasted mangoes. I, I, and I think I, Sherry cut well, some you, more last night. She so. did cut some more, did she? Yeah, so well, you could well, come by I and uh, taste a couple I might mangoes. I just have to do that today. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, when I come back, uh, let's see, who, who is that? Uh, Jane, Jane in Palm Harbor. We're going to get to you right after the break. <laughs> You're listening to Florida Gardening right here on News Radio 970 WFLA. And we're back. Uh, this is uh, Florida Gardening. I uh, just want to let people know, if you haven't been able to get a hold of me on the, the radio program, uh, maybe the lines are busy or something, you can always email your questions to me as well. Uh, of course, uh, if you email me, it's mark, M-A-R-K, at abc-pestcontrol.com. 
always include photographs of whatever you're sending me. Oh, my gosh, what a difference photographs uh, make. Uh, sometimes it, it means the difference between me doing like an hour of research and uh, a two-second turnaround uh, because I can exact, I, I know exactly what it is uh, when you send me that photograph. It makes a huge difference. So mark at abc-pestcontrol.com uh, and then uh, attach some sort of a photograph to it. Uh, also remember uh, my latest article. Uh, I told you last week that my article was coming up, and it's all about uh, aphids. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, scales and grubs and all the controls that you as a homeowner can use uh, to go ahead and take care of those problems in your lawn. They are posted to our website right here at 970 uh, WFLA. Just go to my, uh, just go to our website here and click on the Florida Gardening link, uh, and you can look up all my uh, my blog and all my articles. Uh, they are posted there. All right, let me give out our phone numbers, and then I'll get right to Jane. So. Uh, if you are in uh, Hillsborough County and you'd like to give us a call this morning, just give us a call at 990-9352. Uh, Pinellas County, I, I know you had an accident over there this morning, but people waking up, 461-9352. And, of course, our toll-free line is one 800 969 Love to hear from you this morning. Let's go right to Jane. Uh, Jane in Palm Harbor, good morning. Hi. Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. Uh, sure. Three weeks ago, I had my backyard sprayed for weeds, and then a few days later, I uh, had 36 little sunshine mimosa plants put in because I want my backyard uh, to have a ground cover and not be eroding into the yard behind me. Sure. So my question, I've been hand-watering these little mimosa plants, for three weeks now, and I'm starting to have trouble with weeds coming up, and I'm wondering if this is going to be a continuous problem. Is the sunshine <laughs> mimosa going to ever overtake the weeds, or what's the deal on um, that? <laughs> uh, yes and no. Uh, I have uh, over at the county extension office. Uh, over there on Omerton Road in Pinellas County. They they uh, grow uh, some of the mimosa as a ground cover as you are walking. Uh, it borders the sidewalk in either side as you're walking into the, the extension office. And some of it looks really good. Okay. Now, uh, for those people that have taken a shortcut and have made a path through the other side of it, no, it doesn't look as good. <laughs> Okay, it's not something that you're going to walk on, okay, uh, uh, or or run a lawnmower over on a regular basis, okay? you got to let that stuff just grow. And it w- eventually it would probably fill in kind of like a Confederate jasmine, the minimum that people use uh, for the ground cover. Uh, right. that, that works good as well, uh, but 
I don't mind either one. It's a great ground cover, but I just don't like it if it's in a traffic situation. And if I mean, it only takes a, a just a couple of steps on that stuff, and and it starts to die out in that area. That's that's the only problem. I see. If if it's not, it's really not in a, a traffic area right now. But I was wondering if the weeds are just going to. Well, yes, the weeds. Until it fills in, those weeds are going to be everywhere, and you can't do any more weed application now. I know. You know that's that's yeah. the problem with it because until it fills in, and, and you're hand picking, and I that's know. just so that's so hard. I you didn't know. know what I was getting into, but okay. Well, I have one more question, if if you don't mind. Yeah, and I, I'm curious too uh, why you went with the mimosa uh, versus you know a lot of people use the ornamental peanut. The, well, the floor turf, floor, I think they call it floor to turf. To, the reason I went with the mimosa is because a lady uh, who used to work for the extension service recommended it because the yard behind me is quite a bit lower than my backyard, and uh, she said it was really good uh, to control erosion. That's what I I wanted to do. And I looked it up on the Internet, and it uh, said that the tap roots on that uh can go down three feet into the ground. Well, well, hey, I give give it a try and see what happens. But yeah, you, you you've got you've got your work ahead of you. I see. Okay, okay you got Could some I more. Ask one more question. Sure, go right ahead. I used to be able to get your show on a podcast, and now I can't. Do you still have it on a podcast? Oh it, yes, in fact, uh, our our pod. Excuse me. You got to say it slower. Hello. Spreaker dot com. Uh, uh, is where you go uh, to get the podcast. S P R E A K E R dot com. Speaker dot com. Type in Florida Gardening, right? P P like P like in Paul. P R E K E R dot com. Correct. Speaker dot com. And uh, you know something? If Jane, if you send me, if you can't find it, okay. okay. I'm just telling you, if you can't find it. Just text me or, or email me to the market abc pestcontrolcom I'll send you the link. All right. Thank you okay. very much. But, you know, my podcast, uh, a huge uh, hit, I should say. I don't want to say hit. Okay. Huge, lots of people download my podcast from what I hear. I mean, a lot of people download my podcast every week. And uh, Reggie's in master control, and he'll have our first hour up there. And he'll have it up, I mean, within minutes of our first hour being done, that first hour is already on on there ready for download, right? That's great. Thank you. There, See that? He's going to have it on. And, and it's it's always there. But if you can't find it, I'm I'm happy to send you the link. Thank you. You're very welcome, Jane. Thanks. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, my uh, podcast, I, I guess a lot of people like them. Uh, no, I'm, I, I go in and listen to them periodically. Do you really? Yeah. Uh, you know, it they, they, it takes all the commercials out. No, shh, don't tell nobody. Take takes the commercials out. I mean, you know, it's okay. Uh, but it's a uh, it's for people on the go. Uh, I, I, yeah, it's Sunday morning. A lot of people go to church. Yep, they okay? do. And, you know, they might be missing 
I tell them to go later, usually. Okay, go to church <laughs> after the program. program yeah, yeah, you don't, you don't want to go. Or Saturday, of course, Saturday Mass. So that's that's fine, too. Uh, and then they, they can spend the whole uh, uh, morning listening to the program. program here, right. Uh, which is wonderful. I mean, it's the best, best, best part of the day, <laughs> I hope. And uh, that's what people tell me as they come to the booth. It's a good part of the I day. I wake up with you every Sunday morning. Well, yesterday a guy walks into the booth and he goes, uh, is the radio guy here? And I'm like going... You mean Marco Van? And he goes, yeah, yeah, him. And I said, yeah, he's right down the around the way on the other side of the road. And he, he, of course, lit out from my booth and headed down to see you. I'm That's sure. all right. I was sending people back. To, uh, in, in the studio here, this is uh, uh, Jeff Dodson. He's uh, with Dodson uh, Tropicals. Uh, he's the curator and master in control of Dodson Tropicals. And he has every tropical type of fruit tree in the whole world. And uh, he is an expert and he doesn't ever tell you in citrus and tropical plants, so uh, tropical fruiting plants. And I'll tell you, if uh, I had people come to my booth yesterday and they were, uh, Mark, I, uh, here's a picture of my mango. Could you tell me the variety of mango? <laughs> and he told him, and apparently he got it right. So uh, did I really? Yeah, I think oh, so. I, maybe I got close. I don't yeah. know. Okay, because he says it's an old variety. See, that's all I know is the yeah, old. I, stuff. I think he said. I think he. I don't remember if he told me that's what your guess was, but uh, yeah, it was. It looked like a Hayden. Yeah, well, a Hayden or, or a Keat. That, that was my two choices. Because uh, yeah, it was a little redder than I would expect from uh, a Keat, but it yeah, was. It was. Yeah, it was probably the Hayden. That was, and that is an old. Uh, well, Keat's relatively old too, but Hayden yeah. is the original commercial mango from florida well my my keat is my oh, tree is massive and never produces i told you about you that. told me about it I'm, right. i've been whacking that thing as hard as i can with a with with i'm gonna get something else to whack it with pretty soon that's <laughs> that tree's going down, down if it doesn't give you it, mangoes you know it's a beautiful tree it blossoms so many hundreds and billions of blossoms on it and i spray it too you hit I, it with the I copper and, and i got what two fruit on there this year it's it's got to be fifteen, eighteen, twenty feet tall. I mean, it's massive. You're still tree. not getting a lot of fruit. I'm That's not getting. Strange. I'm just not getting nothing. It's right on the side of a pond. You figure, oh my gosh, it's got all the water. Is it, it's up at your place or at home? It's, it's at my office. Well, I, you know, one of the things you could do is uh, when they're doing uh, hybridization of mangoes. You know, they'll, they'll tent two mangoes together to get uh, cross pollination to create a new. Well, mango. I've got the I've got the I've got the Hayden right across from it. Okay, and the Hayden. I mean, the Hayden's and, on one side and the Keats on the other and side. The Hayden's of the producing like crazy. Oh my god! Well, yeah, the Hayden this year was really good. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you might uh, find some roadkill on your way up to ABC <laughs> uh, Tropical because uh, they fly. I mean, a lot of people use bees. People, people don't but, realize but, this now. Tell, tell them the secret. Tell them the nursery secrets. I mean, let, let's. I, I know it's early in the morning, and I know people are eating breakfast and stuff. No, they actually use uh, they use uh, flies. Actually, are the big pollinators of mangoes. Yes. Apparently, bees don't like it, but if you, the bees don't have anything else, they'll obviously pollinate them. Um, but uh, a lot of high, you know the scientists who hybridize these things. And I, w- I was sitting in a class when the guy was, was saying, he goes, yeah, you know, we just find some roadkill on the side of the road, throw it underneath the tent, and let's well, fry Those are blowflies, though, usually. So, I, yeah. And, and blowflies, to me, don't pollinate, uh, aren't up on the tree looking well, for, uh, for, for pollinators. Apparently, it's uh, whatever's attracted to uh, carrion is uh, yeah. is attracted to uh, uh, mango flowers. Yeah, that is interesting. That is interesting, for sure. I mean, I, I always look at them and like going, yeah. There's actually uh, uh, down at the Fairchild's farm, 
Um, they actually let uh, Spanish needle grow. Of course, that ends up getting a lot of you know Spanish needles all over your clothes. Oh, but yeah. they do that because Spanish needles attract more bees, and that, that's what they're trying to do is to get the volume of bees there to, so they can pollinate the fruit. Well, here's what I'm going to do. is, uh, uh, In fact, uh, today I was going to have another guest on the program, but he, he, he hesitated. See, well, when they hesitate, I go somewhere else, right? There you go. <laughs> so Mike Janis... Uh, 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 was supposed to be in here uh, today, but he's heading. He's he's had. Hey, I, I, I'll, I'll cut him a break. He's he's heading down to uh, out of town for uh, some vacation time, and uh, he, he leaves around noon today. So uh, he he just couldn't make it here in time. Too too much too much of a rush. But anyway, uh, he showed me these new uh, bee hives uh, that are available online. And these new beehives, and, and I'm, I'm going to post one probably to my Facebook account for people to see. And if, you know, because collecting bees or, 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 or having a beehive is pretty cool. Yeah, you know, it, it certainly is. And, uh, and I want to do it. And you can get your bees right above your booth at the uh, USS. Right, yes, because we have a beehive right above our booth. Exactly. exactly. Uh, live, live, you know, right there. <laughs> Uh, but no, we do a lot of uh, bee control, right. and of course we've got the suits and we've got the the, the uh, uh, all the equipment to to go in there and and gather bees. Now, uh, if we start the beehive, uh, these beehives, uh, once your bees are in there and they're actively growing, uh, they use these this crank that you put at the very top of the the, the cells are already pre made that mm-hmm. they put the honey in, and of course some of them are for honey and some of them are for of course for the young. And uh, but uh, what they do is you crank it and you can tilt these honey cells down and all the honey comes out and you, you it flows right into the your, your jar. It doesn't have like a valve on it. You like just a open valve. It That's open it. it. Fills it's your so jar. easy. Yeah. It's so easy. And, but these these are like just very very nice nicely constructed seven hundred and fifty dollar beehives. Okay. <laughs> so Ooh. yeah, they're not cheap. Uh, but hey, I'm thinking, what the heck. I think I might get one of these. Uh, uh, number one, I like bees. Everyone loves bees. Everybody, I mean, right. And, 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 you know, sometimes we get some flack because we have to kill bees in the wild uh, because uh, of the Africanized bees sure. uh, that are out there. You can't you can't reintegrate well, them. You don't want bees attacking people. That's oh, for my sure. gosh. Yeah, and, and people don't realize how uh, – see, we're registered with the state uh, as, uh, as a uh, – Com- one of the few companies that are able to treat Africanized bees. Okay. And uh, that's a procedure you, you go through for that. And it is a uh, – it is highly uh, – uh, you don't want anybody to go out and try to to take care of a bee situation by themselves because I'm telling you, you have no idea – even with what our people with are, suits, right? right? I mean, because we we've got the full suit, everything, okay, and we tie ourselves off, we tape ourselves off, and everything else. Man, our guys have been hit really, really hard before. Oh, I can you imagine. Know? And you get one of those bees inside your suit, <laughs> you know, you, you don't. It's it, it's not fun, okay. So it it and it does happen. Yeah, you I'm, know, yes, it, it does happen. So uh, you want to make sure that uh, you take care if in the event you are. Uh, trying to take care of a bees that are up in a tree or maybe they're on a bush, calling the professionals, number one. Oh, my gosh. Don't take a chance right. because uh, you, everyone's heard the stories. You know, guy mowing grass, you know, stung, killed by bees. Uh, 
a child playing a ball and uh, chasing the ball into the field and uh, uh, bees or wasps. Uh, I just posted this. Yep. Uh, I know I'm I know I'm running out of time. Uh, we we had a, a, a one of our customers sent us. Uh, we decided to open our windows the other day because it's cool in the morning. And she opened her window, and at the whole entire bottom cell, or maybe about 10 inches, I would say at least, of the bottom part of her window, uh, where the window closes, it doesn't go all the way to the bottom of the cell. Okay. That was all wasps. (laughs) (laughs) So when she opened her window. That's swarm. uh, Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you got to remember. Right. You know, bees and wasps. They they try to find places where they are protected. Oh, they found one. <laughs> okay, and they found one, and then finally you say, oh, "I'm going to open the windows up today," and you open it up, and now your 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 whole house is swarming with wasps. So <laughs> it it happens all That's the time. Time. All right, I got to take a break. Uh, you are listening to Florida Gardening right here on News Radio 970 WFLA. And let's get right to the phone calls here. We've got Dave in Bradenton. Uh, Dave, good morning. Uh, good morning, Mark. Hi. Um, hi, yeah. I have um, canna lily rust yes, problem. Sir. Can you tell me, tell me about that. Yeah, sir. Uh, canna lilies, uh, a lot of times uh, you'll get, it's either a red-colored rust or it's a orange-colored rust. That you'll get on the plant uh, forms uh, almost like in lines down up and down the leaf. Is that what you're seeing? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You'll probably need. You know, you, you don't want to waste a lot of money on them, but you can use a product like uh, uh, Dacanil. I, I like Dacanil, D-A-C-O-N-I-L. Uh, yes. And there is a, a Naturalite product out there that contains Dacanil. I would probably use that. Uh, some people might suggest uh, Dithane M45. I mean, that you'd have to do repeated applications of that. The Dacanil is a little bit better product, and it's not that much more expensive. So I would spray it with Dacanil, and you mix it up according to the label, and you're going to spray both the upper and lower sides of the leaf. You're going to wait about 10 to 15 days. You're going to do a second application, and you may have to do a third another 15 days later as well just to keep it under control. Yeah, but it'll come back three or four months later, right? The possibility, sure. I mean, that with with the uh, with our humidity situations here, yeah, that's always a possibility. You know what I usually do is... Um, I guess what's called cleanliness. I um, I cut off all the uh, the affected leaves, which yep. are usually the lower ones, and um, it usually affects the little ones coming up. They they look sick coming up when they're four or five inches, and I cut them right off. And um, and I get rid of you know I get rid of it all just by you know cutting cutting with the you know and just keep cutting the whole stock down sure. after it's flowered and uh, but. It comes back again. Yeah. Are you using any type of uh, uh, fungicide spray with that, though, with cutting them off or what? No, nothing at all. Just just cut it clean. Just cut it clean. No. Uh, let, let's get yourself a good uh, Dacanil fungicide. Uh, Southern Agriculture puts one out. I, I think it's like 12 bucks. It'll probably last you two or three years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm just curious about the chemistry going on there. Is it that the can of lily just 
uh, process this iron differently, or you know, like what's the deal? I don't see it on too many other plants. Well, no, it's very it's 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 common across the the field with that. There's so many different types of fungal diseases, and it's just it's just like a a welcome to Florida is what it is. It's 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 temperature, humidity, and moisture, of course, in the air as well as uh, uh, in the in the soil around the plants. All right. Uh, all right. Thank you. All right. I appreciate the call, Dave. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Jeez. Uh, oh, out of time already. All right. When I come back, uh, Stephen, then Matt, stand by. Of course, you are listening to Florida Gardening. Uh, we do have uh, John McQuiston, who is standing by in the newsroom. He'll bring you up to date with what's happening in the world. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.